0: and gentlemen welcome back to rewind wrestling radio right here on the rewind wrestling network where i your host ted along with my co-hosts the new mouth of the south tyler peters the brazilian giant venetius the temptress witch ivy and the senior ref ref amy veronica talk everything pro wrestling it's the indies the pros everywhere you go let's jump right into rewind wrestling radio Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, and I am your host, Ted. I'm here with most of the cast. Nellio is not with us tonight, but we do have independent wrestler Drew Bronson here with us tonight. Drew, thank you for joining us, sir.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, guys. It's uh, been a while since I've done one of
0: these. Yes, sir, and, and we've had Drew on before. You guys may remember Drew Uh, From the short stick he did with us before, and uh, he was working with ACPW up in this area. Uh, He was going by DB Craft at that time, but he has has, uh, flipped everything on its head. He's gone a new direction, and uh, I'm digging the new direction. We're going to get into it, but before we jump too far down that lane, uh, let's just talk for a second about our cheap plugs. First and foremost, Brycer, okay? Uh, We want Bryce to, to keep getting all the funds he can get, all right? go and uh, and make that happen for the little guy Bryce for those of you that don't know for our new listeners uh, is two years old and he is battling leukemia and uh, and he is battling hard and he's actually in the hospital right now uh, going through chemo his family's going through all kinds of crazy stuff um, that I won't get into on air uh, out of respect for the the family's privacy. But uh, what I will tell you is that they need all the help they can get. And if you could please go and uh, give them a donation on their GoFundMe, the link is in our link tree, which you can find in the description below, or on any of our social media platforms. Please go like us on those social media platforms and follow us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at W R E W Y N D P O D C A S T. And also follow all of my friends here, Ivy, Amy, Tyler, Follow uh, Drew and also follow Nellio, even though he's only here about 50% of the time. Um, so we're going to uh, we're going to go ahead and keep chugging along here. We've got Bash at the Brew 4 this week coming up for CCW Wrestling down in Miami, Florida. And you can get tickets for that at ccwrestlingfl.com. And uh, make sure you get there because those shows are always balls to the wall. Crazy, right? We, those things are absolutely insane. Go get those tickets now, have a couple beverages while you're there, enjoy yourself, and uh, and see what you what other shows are coming up. I know the Nashville show is coming up in May, uh, for all of our Nashville friends. Lucha Mania 2 that's coming up May 15th. They have a bunch of shows in between. You can find it all on dot Uh, last but not least. We have a new distributor, and I want to I thank the folks at Sportinarium USA. Uh, it is, Sportinarium is an online radio station, and uh, they just picked up our show. And so we're going to be on Sportinarium Monday nights at 4.30 p.m., and uh, you'll be able to catch us there. So make sure that you guys are checking those guys out. Please also remember to like, comment, share, subscribe on YouTube, and we're going to get the show started right now. See, look at that. I did all the plugs for everything. In about a quarter of the time that it takes Nellio, usually. Okay. I'm so proud of you. Look at that. Great Look at
2: job, that. We're head. happy.
0: Yeah. You're I'm finally to- good to- for parent. something. I'm finally good for something, man. You got a face for radio. I don't want to hear you. And I love you. I'm kidding. I love you. I
3: love I- you more.
0: I know. <laughs> um, this is this is why we have the COVID locker room, folks. This is why. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. We did it. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Put it in. I did uh, see there she is there she is putting it in um, so so folks we have Drew Bronson here with us and Drew like I said Drew has was formerly known as DB Kraft uh, when he was working uh, out of Baltimore right you were working out of Baltimore the last time we talked
1: yeah well, yeah I was out of Baltimore the last time we uh talked yeah right
0: and so and so now Drew is out of Chicago right now and uh and he he moved out there during covid and so tell us what prompted all that man like you just kind of picked up and left as far as i saw man so tell us what happened man
1: you know i I, in my mind i needed like a change of scenery like i i there there's only so many places on the east coast and stuff like that that you can do and uh i've lived in maryland all my life and it was always just something i wanted to do as a kid was just get out so Chicago was is a hotbed for wrestling right now and just came to test the scene, see what it was like out here. So, picked up and started over.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And when you started over, you you decided to change up your gimmick. And uh and I love uh, for those of you that don't follow uh Drew already on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter, you should do so. We'll put those links in the description below for you guys to be able to find Drew. Um but you know, Drew makes um, a ton of his own artwork for all the stuff he does for wrestling, and it's super cool, man. Like, I love seeing when you're posting all your new stuff, your new patches, your new um, your new insignia, and stuff like that. Um, how long have you been have you been working the artistic side of things?
1: Uh, for wrestling, it's only been since I've started wrestling, so for about like the. Six or so odd years but outside of that I think I've been drawing all my life like I was a kid and I drew an iron maiden cover like from a record that my mom had and she saw and thought that I traced it and I've just been kind of drawing ever since but like this, this stuff now uh, is a way to make it more personable so like I like doing my stuff obviously but I'm trying to start like reaching out to other people to get their artwork out there and do stuff like that I think I've designed a you other indie wrestlers stuff too. Uh I just don't remember their names off the top of my head.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And uh I man, I gotta tell you, I love the new look for you. I love the new look for you. You you know the hell? you uh oh, there's butters. <laughs> butters made his weekly butters made as weekly butters. Appearance. There he is. Yeah. There he is. Um the uh the the before and after man of of what your look was i think this look is uh is really working for you i think that it has a very four horseman-esque uh kind of vibe to it and i love it i love it
1: yeah that's actually kind of what i was aiming for like uh i don't know if a lot of people know but like i i like i mean obviously everyone who wrestles loves wrestling in some capacity but like I absolutely love, like, love wrestling. So, like, as a kid, I can just remember, like, tearing up cardboard and making belts with tinfoil and stuff like that and collecting, like, old magazines and tapes my mom had and just rewatching stuff. So, like, all my memories of wrestling were actually, like, old WCW and, like, Mid-South stuff and things like that. So, yeah, I picked up a lot from, like, like you said, like, the Four Horsemen and guys like that. Like, those, those have been guys. Stan Hansen is, like, my favorite wrestler. Like I don't think a lot of people or anyone knows that, but like he's one of my top favorite wrestlers. So a lot of my stuff now is based off of like, like you said, like those older, older eighties, seventies wrestlers.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, I don't, I don't want to exclude my, my peers here in the, uh, the COVID locker room. So I'm going to go around to them and give them all an opportunity just to ask a couple of questions. And, uh, some of them you might expect, some of them might be wild cards. Amy tends to, uh, she tends to do some, some substances before the show. And so sometimes she makes decisions that we all regret later. You we know.
2: work out uh, Jesus Christ. Ed. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to go to the new mouth in the South tonight. First, I'm going to go to Tyler.
4: Uh, yeah, Drew, I was going to ask you, how would you categorize your, your in-ring style? I know you talked about your influences with Stan Hansen. I I think we're all interested how you come up with that and, and learn and adapt to all these different styles. So just share that experience about, you know, maybe a wrestler like out of the 80s, Mid-South, maybe Jim Crockett, WCW uh, influenced that in some way.
1: Well, like I guess, like you were saying, like Crockett Promotions and stuff like that was always really known in the early days for its real, like, technical wrestling and technical wrestlers. And I've always really loved that kind of stuff. And it's basically what, I mean, it's what everyone's trained in more, at, like, whatever schools we go to. But uh, for the longest time, I always kind of hid the fact that that was what I could do behind the fact that I was a character. Like, um, like Ted was talking about earlier where I was, D.D. craft, D. all my work was really just, slow and methodical whereas now i am like showing just everything like different locks different holds stuff you don't see nowadays like in wrestling whereas everyone's doing flips and crazy stuff like that i am strictly like pulling and tearing it limbs and stuff like that just to give a different presentation to what's out there right now
0: yeah, that's cool.
4: nice yeah
0: awesome very cool very cool Rafa, Amy, what do you got?
2: Um, kind of going off of your answer there. So, like, like you said, a lot of people in this generation of wrestling, it is very like, oh, let's get our shit in, do the the high spot moves, <laughs> do flippy shit. Um, where are you get Where are you getting the training, like the one on one training, to be more of the methodical, like submission uh, wrestler? Like, are you looking towards MMA a little bit, or do you have someone that you're mentoring or is mentoring you?
1: Um not really anyone that's mentoring me yeah it's a lot of video study like I've watched a lot of like uh, Vern Gagne stuff uh mm-hmm. Gene LaBelle and all those guys like that like there's a whole YouTube video that guy like that's not a YouTube video but a whole like VHS that he put out way back in the day and it's mm-hmm. just stuff that I have picked up from watching and then I'll go back into the school and be like hey give me a fresh guy let me try this out and see see if nice. I can make this work for modern wrestling and it just it's a lot of trial and error like a, a lot of things from back then still could work but a lot of it was like really rough back then so I got to find a way to evolve that like old style into something new without tearing someone's rotator cuff or hurting yeah. someone mm-hmm. so yeah uh MMA I guess helps influence a little bit I try to watch that sometimes but like 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 I said I'm I'm more of a you'll see a lock out of me that you've not seen in like 30 or 40 years and Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh that's brand new whereas it's been done since wrestling started
2: yeah
0: very cool i love that you're bringing back that shoot um pull them apart style man because it's something like you said wrestling is
1: like it's as simple as like when you see a lot of people nowadays like just going in the chain and just being stuck in that position like you're it's it's supposed to be a constant fight Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna let someone Just take my arm and hold it for like five minutes to show off to someone else like hey i have his arm like i'm gonna fight every second until i can get out of that to move like it's the i guess like to answer like the question that was asked earlier like the fluidity of things like that is kind of what made me the like wrestler that i am right now like i like the thought of doing stuff like that i guess like the best person i can relate to that would be like steamboat like if you ever mm-hmm. watch any ricky steamboat stuff like he always seemed to be like 10 steps ahead of the guy who was doing something to him and i'm sure like you know everyone called it in the ring back then so just imagine like having the guy like that in the ring and being like he's gonna take care of everything i gotta do and all i gotta do is let him do it like
4: mm-hmm.
1: that that's what i'm trying to be now
0: awesome,
4: Hell yeah. awesome. yeah i agree with that
0: ivy
3: Hi Drew. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Hey, it's been a while.
3: So, I know, right? It's been, it's been like a what, while. a year and a year and some months. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah, so it's obviously it's been forever since Ted and I have gotten to see you, and that is due to COVID for the most part. Yeah. It's um. Been fun. So. I hate to talk about COVID. I kind of wanted to get your insight on some of the stuff you know that's been going on over the last year, because you know with COVID having put every you know the entire country in shutdown, um, a lot of wrestlers, you know, indie indie federations and what have not had any type of action at all. So um, during that time, you know, what were you doing, uh, like during all the shutdown, to kind of keep yourself in shape and and kind of keep yourself ring ready, and then obviously in developing your new gimmick. Um, and then also how are you feeling, you know, for the opportunity that, you know, shows and stuff are kind of getting back in the groove and, and you're finally able to kind of get back in the zone again with it?
1: Uh so at first when the pandemic like started, I felt like I was in a really good place too. Like I was wrestling every weekend and stuff like that. But as soon as it hit and it lasted longer than a month and it just kind of kept progressing. Uh I'm going to say I freaked out a little bit because mm-hmm. I was like, this is my livelihood. Like this is what I want to do. But right. um, it sounds weird, but like I started doing other things. Like I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to sit around and wait. So I started doing things like thrifting and like buying <laughs> and selling vintage clothes. I, and it's completely complete change from wrestling. But like I would do that. I'd still work out on this side here and there, but that's been like taking way back up now. But yeah, like that whole vintage resale thing that started like taking my mind off of the fact that hey wrestling's gone for right now, but it might come back, but I got to do something to get my outlet out. So I figured doing it in like fashion and style like that would be okay. a creative outlet. But um, shoot, now that wrestling's opening back up, like I'm hoping everyone's getting their vaccines and stuff like that. I'm about to get my second one. Uh, I'm shooting my resume out to like everyone. I've revamped it. I've changed like like you guys have been saying I've changed my entire look my eating habits have changed like uh my my friend and I have just built a home gym so like I'm pretty much here every day it's where I am right now it's what I just got doing like an hour before I got on here with you guys so like every single day if I'm not doing something wrestling wise it's I'm working out to try to look I'm trying to look like a wrestler cuz I don't think I really look like one until <laughs> until recent
0: times
4: mm-hmm. For
0: sure, got it. for sure. Um, so your new look, and, and Drew, do me a favor, um, for just a second, turn off your camera, because I want, I want, because when you turn off your camera, your picture shows up of your of your new headshot, and I want, uh, I want the crew to see your new headshot here, and I want the YouTube audience to see it. that. Oh, wow. yeah.
4: That's yeah,
0: awesome. Like he's got that. He's got that four horsemen look. The glove. The the stare do down into the, the camera. Arm? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a whole like wrestling lineage behind the black glove. Like, I don't know how the hell I came across it. I was just kind of reading, like, I guess wrestling folklore and stuff like that. But like, the singular black glove, if you got the time, like, definitely look it up. It's, it's really cool. Like, it's a thing that should be uh, promoted more now. And I think like Sean Spears and AEW was doing it, but then they just dropped it because he got put with that group that he's in now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mm -hmm. it's just, just, like like you said, like, this is a very modern and Stan Hansen look, if you can see. Like, I've got the whole, mm-hmm. like, the towel and all that crap. I was kind of mm-hmm. shocked by this photo, too. Like, it it happened last Sunday. This was actually pre-show. and It looks like my nose may have been, like, bruised or broken or something like that because <laughs> someone slammed to me at practice. But it's not broken. I can confirm that it's not broken. But, <laughs> yeah, it, I was shocked when I got this photo back, too. I was like, damn, like, I
0: look like a wrestler.
1: This is... This is a shock to me,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, and it's it's awesome brother it's it's such a good look for you. I'm so happy for you right now, man uh go go ahead and turn turn your camera back on because we still wanna still wanna see you while we talk to you but but <laughs> I wanted everyone to see that because i because you know sometimes people see the the shoot people behind the wrestlers and they go, "Oh well, he's just a guy, you know ah it's you know' just a person, but I'm like, yeah, but I, I like
1: that, I like that uh it's like unexpected, I think uh it was what is it, Tuesday. It might've been last Thursday or this two, I'm not too sure, but someone at work like out here in Illinois. So, uh, I, I don't know who anyone is out here, but they knew that I was a wrestler and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how does anyone know who the <laughs> hell I am? Like, I, I like that. I'm like, it's like a Clark Kent type thing. Like, even mm-hmm. though it's obvious that it's me, no one knows that it's me wrestling. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's cool to stay hidden. Cause I'm, uh, I know wrestling is one of those things where you kind of want all the attention, but I am Mm -hmm. the complete opposite. Like I want the attention in ring, but after it's over with, I'm just, just I'm shut down.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I got to say, you know, having, having called several of your matches uh, on commentary over my, my short time uh, at the commentary desk, I, uh, I always love watching you work, man, but nothing ever, um, made me more proud to be part of wrestling than actually a memory of you. I have a memory of you from the very last show we did before COVID uh, that, that wagon town show um, where we were in that fire hall in, in Coatesville, Pennsylvania. And I remember you were one of like the only, it was like you and Shayla Hyde and Someone else, it might've been Jason. It might've been, uh, might been Jason from the commentary booth as well, had their table set up in the merch area, right? And you were the only one who worked his own merch table. And I remember this kid coming over and talking to you at the show and you coming out from behind the table and, like, talking to the kid and working with him and teaching him how to throw a super kick with the slap <laughs> and, it, and, and taking the bump for him on the floor. I taught that kid poorly. He can't do that anymore. WWE doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what, man? Like, that's what wrestling is. You know, yep. like, making that connection to an audience and you doing that with that kid, that kid's night was made you know and and seriously like i I mean this wholeheartedly you know um nothing makes me more proud to be involved with wrestling um especially when wrestling can be shady as shit right Uh, nothing nothing makes me more proud to be part of wrestling than investing in the young kids that are there and trying to show them how to act you know what i mean and uh and you did that that night and i was like that's my dude (laughs) <laughs> like like that's that's my guy right there this it's this guy learn, knows what man. he's doing
1: when i'm some crusty old yard wrestler man that kid's gonna be the <laughs> the kid who's out there doing all the work that i wish i'd been doing but it, it's it was funny like at that time like i said i was and like you knew like i was this big old scary looking character so to have any kind of interaction yeah. where kids popped up and they were like i'm gonna go talk to him anyway even though he's terrifying looking like I was shocked and surprised. And I think a lot of people in Pennsylvania, uh, like kids-wise especially, like they always wanted to wear that damn mask. Like every single kid I met wanted to wear that mask. And I'm sure that kid that night may have asked too. But I think it was like really fragile at the time, so I didn't let anyone touch it. But it was uh, – I, I remember that night now too because it was like I was almost in the corner of the, uh, the room, and that was a big locker room too, man. That was, a, that was a good show. I'm trying to remember the match I was in though. Was that the four-way match?
0: Yeah, that was the um that was the no, you worked that night you worked you came out with uh with Southern Justice Dalton James when he won the strap at the end of the night with Marty Emmerich. Um Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, that big old guy, that huge dude. Yeah, <laughs> seven foot two, baby. That's seven foot two
0: <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get Dave that's, back on that's too, Ivy's man,
3: biggest fan.
0: That's right. He is Ivy's biggest fan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We need to get Dave a a custom shirt.
0: (laughs) We do. We do. Ivy's biggest fan. So Drew, you might not know this um, unless you listen to the show religiously, which I hope you do. Uh, We're we're getting t-shirts made and the the running joke is that Ivy has an OnlyFans page, right? She doesn't. Sorry, sorry, fans. We're breaking your hearts right now. I know. Wait, what? No, what what have I been paying paying I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm breaking. I'm breaking K fade. I'm breaking K fade. Um, it's the only thing they had left. <laughs> the, uh, the, those those three 19 year olds that that listen to our show and me. Um, and and amy you know <laughs> um she she does not actually have one but we started calling them ivy fans instead of only fans and so now one of the t-shirts that we're getting made for our online store is an ivy fan shirt and uh and so yes we need to get dave one that says the biggest ivy fan or something like that <laughs> you know what i mean like because that's like a,
3: world's biggest ivy fan or something. like
0: that dude's a big mother truck yeah dude. like he's it's even funny
3: because no like the picture that i have of dave and i at that show it was so funny because i had on freaking heels yeah he was still like two and a half feet taller than me <laughs> yeah
1: that guy was a giant man like i'm used to being a very tall person in a room but when i walked in i was like god damn like <laughs> this dude's tall man <laughs>
0: And the best part is, is that Dave is a is a teddy bear until you piss mm-hmm. him off. But when you piss him off, boy, you better hope that he doesn't have any receipts for you, because you know what I mean. Because because when he when he finally takes that receipt, it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> he finally checks that off his uh off his card there. Um, yeah, that was a super that was a super fun show, and it was uh that was also the show where the guys were heckling Ivy the whole time. She was wearing that green skirt. That black skirt it was. It was, it a, was green, a
3: black skirt with this green top.
0: With the green top, so you were the most over person there that night. That's what she, happened. She really was. <laughs> she, her, her, and King, her and King, um, but that was I, that was a fantastic show. I actually, I really enjoyed that show. And kudos to. I like that uh,
1: building a lot too. I remember it was very big. Like it was really spacious.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It it's was a, a really. Spot. It was a really great spot. In fact, there there may be some My other idea. shows. Uh there may be some my other idea. shows showing up You're there. You're
3: also very welcome.
0: My idea. <laughs> what can I say except no I'm kidding? Um, <laughs> so, there may be uh there may be some uh, some different shows being hosted there very soon. Just saying. But Never know it might pop up. A, once who, who can on. I send my resume to? I'm getting that second dose. I'm ready to work. Brother, brother, <laughs> you don't even need to send it. I I, I got your tapes. You're good. <laughs> I've called the matches that are on your tapes, brother. <laughs> Oh man, so uh, I, I what I want to get to um, before we before we go too much further here, and I'm going to get everyone another round of questions here before we uh, before we move on to other topics. But um, one thing I do want to ask is, wh- where do you see yourself going, brother? Because right now, you know, we're coming out of COVID, and indie wrestling's kind of just kind of getting back on its feet, right? There's some big stuff happening in indie, in indie wrestling. You know, CCW in Chicago uh John Bullard's organization. They're running big shows with their Mexican uh counterparts and doing some fun stuff. Uh CCW in Florida is doing huge shows and and doing uh doing great stuff, bringing in lots of ECW alum and um and doing their mm-hmm. thing. You know, so indie wrestling is on the way. It's it's on its way back. And I think that indie wrestling will be um bigger than before COVID. I really do. Yeah, I think yeah, I think indie I- wrestling is going to be like lit. <laughs> yeah,
1: people um, have got that hunger, man. Like yeah. you haven't been able to go to any of the big shows, like and, and like indie shows have always been the most affordable. So once they do come back, like you'll have the diehard fans and then the guys who have spent all of COVID watching wrestling mm-hmm. because wrestling was like the only sport on for half a year coming to like local events to watch. So I'm hoping to see yeah. all the old faces and then like a ton of new ones. I'm mm-hmm. at least hoping that kind of new people show up, but
0: yeah for sure for sure
1: obviously i'm like every wrestler like once everything starts opening back up i'm looking to bust my ass every weekend again friday through sunday or monday through sunday if i can find the bookings but um really like i i kind of i want to start learning how to do some like backstage stuff like i want to start help writing stories for people like i'm i'm chock full of gimmick ideas man like the going back to this one that I have now wasn't even my first option. I was actually going to do like a, a Freddie Mercury type gimmick because I have like the same mustache as he does and <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people know, but like I used to be a singer too so I used to be in like a punk band and I was like, man, it'd be so cool to see like a Freddie Mercury wrestling gimmick so maybe someday when I'm pen and paper I can make someone into a Freddie Mercury gimmick. would be cool to see, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Really I think it to do. That over-the-top um, and that's what's missing from wrestling now. Like everyone's just like, ah, oh, I'm Joe. You know what I mean? Like that's wrestling everyone, right now.
4: Everyone is a
1: high spot guy in black trunks with their name on it, <laughs> and the fucking the gun signal. You got to do the gun signal nowadays. Like you got to let your opponent but, uh, know you're gonna come punch him.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and uh, man, I really miss. I never thought I would say this, right? But I really miss colorful wrestling gear.
4: Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, like that's why the New Day is still
0: so near, dear to my heart. (laughs) The old genetics Michael's gear, man. Yeah, like, seriously, like, (laughs) think about it. Think about everyone that ever really stood out to you, Mm -hmm. right? Think about everyone that that ever really stood out to you. They weren't afraid to have those big, boisterous colors, you know? Ric Flair went around in, in purple, blue, and yellow tights and green tights. You know, he almost never wore the black tights. Um, you know,
2: the
0: I think yeah. Macho
1: Man's probably the guy for me. Like, I remember seeing him for the first time on one of my mom's tapes, and I was like, man, look at that guy in his, like, robe just running around in the headband like, mm-hmm. and his terrible hair, but, like, Macho Man was the coolest, man. I loved Macho Man. I wish I could do half the shit he did.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I think we all wish we could do half the shit that he did. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> he
1: was the smallest dude but the biggest personality in any room that it seemed like he was in like you could have put him against Hogan like I didn't care about Hogan I wanted to see the guy in the flashy gear with Mm -hmm. crazy hair and the eyes about to destroy him or something like absolutely so yeah it's funny too that you
3: mentioned it's funny that you mentioned like you know all the colors and stuff because if you think about it now like you guys were saying you have so many people in just like the you know black gear or whatever and it was if you think like looking back if you do have somebody who's in like the black trunks or whatever okay cool but like throw somebody flashy in there so you can really differentiate like who's who and like which gimmick is which because with everybody kind of looking so similar it's hard especially for like people who don't follow it regularly to really figure out what's going on so Mm -hmm. i mean yeah, yeah i totally agree
1: beer is all part of the presentation too like no one really wants to differentiate themselves like it kind of it, it kind of sucks like if you have all the guys doing the same stuff in ring in the same looking gear like why do i want to watch that match three times in the same night yep. with the same guy in the same gear like do I, something I actually, different yeah that, that was part of this too like uh i just ordered a set of yellow trunks so like i'm going to be i only had black trunks because i like i desperately needed new gear at the time <laughs> but like i got yellow trunks that i've made and uh yeah, it's just more to stand out. Like, I don't want to be in the background. Like I'm not a weekend warrior where I want to wrestle on just Saturday and Sunday and be back at my shoot job (laughs) Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday. Like I I don't want to be mundane, I guess. Like I want to, all all I've really known is entertainment, I guess. So I I can't do anything else properly. I suck at regular work. (laughs)
4: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I really do.
0: listen brother there's plenty of people out there like that there's plenty of people out there like that i know i know a handful of people out there like that in the music industry that are just like yeah i could do that but you don't want me to um I,
1: i sit there and like even at work like all i do is listen to like wrestling stuff all day so it's not like i'm never thinking about it but like man i gotta gotta do something else i get too bored too quick
0: i hear you i hear you well that just means that, that you, you should add our you're going to add our show to your weekly lineup of stuff that you're listening to you know like that's that's just what's going to happen now um there it is. but but while we're talking about gear for a, a hot second uh i want to get a, a quick plug in for a friend of the show ty reno okay uh get, go check out at ty reno gear on uh on instagram and on facebook and on twitter uh ty makes fantastic gear and uh he does My it for boy, a reasonable ty. price. So uh, best heavyweight in the business, go check out all of his, uh, all of his shit. Uh, but having said that, let's, uh, let's go back around and do another round of questions. Transition. Before... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> see, this is, this, this would normally be a smart button moment, but I don't want to waste the batteries, but let's see, hold on. Let's see if we can hear it. Uh... They were talking about my transition, but it's okay. Um, you know, but uh, let's let's get another round of questions in here. Uh, let's go in a different order this time. Let's go to Ref Amy first.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, kind of going off what Ted was asking about, like now that everything's opening up, has anyone um, any indie wrestlers caught your eye that you kind of see and you're like, oh, I would love to go against him. Like, I feel like we'd be good fit.
1: Oh, there's a couple, like I know back in Maryland, uh Eel O'Neill, like I wanna work Eel. Uh Eel's another dude like Stall and Rico. Like they were at EWA school and I was there for a little while. So I obviously want to work some more Maryland people. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a dude out here, uh, Robert Martyr. Like I've been watching mm-hmm. his stuff and seeing his pictures. He's a lot like me, but a lot younger. So he's <laughs> he, he's gonna be a lot better. But mm-hmm. he's one of those guys I wanna work too. Um Like I just want to work technical wrestling. I I just want to. I want to fight. Like I want to get into a ring with anyone who is going to make it look like me and that other person are going to like shoot fight instead of wrestle fight. Like I don't Mm -hmm. want to have one of those matches that are choreographed. So, but Mm -hmm. eel's at the top of the list. I want to wrestle eel for sure. Like I I want to wrestle eel. Uh shoot, I still want to fight uh, Blackie. I haven't got to fight him yet. Uh, I was trying to challenge him for that belt when he had it for, like, however many years he's
0: oh, had. Oh, he, he, he still has it. He
4: still has it.
0: It's been, like, Never three gonna years, bro.
1: Lose it. Never going <laughs> to lose it. No, I want to wrestle him, too. I think we could put on something. He's yeah, he's one of those, like, fast guys, but I think I could grind him down and <laughs> and beat him for that belt someday, maybe.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, man, like, uh, I don't have one of those, like, list like you see like people posting on Facebook I just I don't want to fight like anyone who's going to give me a good fight I want to fight.
0: Thank you for that clickbait cool. by the way cuz now the clickbait's going to be Drew, Drew Bronson says he can he can grind down King blackie and take his belt and yeah. You know. There we go. <laughs> <And> now <laughs> now, now the, the whole Philly crowd's going to be like, you know, whole <laughs> Philly crowd's going to be like what the fuck, you know. <laughs> all right, let's go to uh let's go to Tyler.
4: Uh yes, you know, all great points. Something that I think is hurt wrestling right now, why it's a little, a little still up and down is because storytelling and there's not enough selling. I mean, you got to make comebacks count. And I, mm-hmm. I think you bring up a great point when it's too choreographed. There's too much of the same gimmick, too much. That, that's why we all love the nostalgia. We we like the old stuff. You can say what you want to. There's some elements of it that I, I'll take any day over watching any of the product uh, now currently, so with that being said, I mean, what's been some of the advice? Have you been able to get in touch with a veteran wrestler, a, a trainer that maybe uh talked about that selling more and you know how important that is, just as much as the offense, because I, I think we miss that as fans. Not yeah, to mention wrestling, yeah,
1: wrestling fans have gotten smart, man. Like they're they're yeah. wise to the game. They know that what we do isn't like like a shoot i guess like they know we're all not in there like we leave and hate each other but um uh i I did a seminar with uh with like regal it was like maybe almost three years ago now and he gave me some good advice because i was doing like a poor man's imitation of william regal when i met him so that was embarrassing for me but he he told me like it's and i'll put it in my words but like you got to still be able to like swerve a crowd like if they expect everything is going to be the same thing over and over again then you're not doing your job at entertaining anyone like if they know before it's over then why are they glued to watching you like why are they still sitting there watching if they know the outcome so like you were saying wrestling's kind of missing it's missing the swerve still like it doesn't have it anymore like you can yep. like any fan most fans smart fans wise fans like they can sit there and watch a match and they'll know the outcome like they'll be able to predict it five minutes before it even finishes and know that like this guy won like it doesn't matter what's going to happen now like you hit that point where nothing's changing that fan's mind I guess and they'll they, they just know and I, I guess I mean it doesn't suck that there are smart fans out there. Like it's good that we have those because those are the people who buy the tickets. Those are the people who buy the merch, but it also kind of makes us wrestlers predictable and it's not good to be predictable in wrestling. Cause then again, who's going to buy tickets to something they know is going to happen. Like I wouldn't buy those tickets.
0: Right. Big facts, big facts um let's go to ivy i'm just shooting here guys i'm just like killing everyone that's okay oh
1: we love it
3: that's what we want um so kind of like following up with a little bit of everything that we've discussed um what we're touching on here kind of gives me it kind of gives me flashbacks of the many conversations that we've had in regards to kayfabe being like completely dead these days with Mm -hmm. you know social media and all of that so i'm just curious you know as being part of the business what are your thoughts on that? So how do you feel about k Fabe just being completely dead anymore?
1: Uh, man, it seems like everyone knows everything because of Twitter. Like you see just <laughs> the one one person gets trashed and then everyone knows that person's trash. But um it I I guess the internet has made it really hard to keep anything out of those outside of wrestling's ears like uh, the the regular Joe Schmill in his mom's basement knows that so and so got fired because he's disgruntled or because he punched someone or
0: or because it's he sent to someone their stuff in a trash bag in the mail. You <laughs> know that's <laughs> uh, yeah. Like
1: everyone knows everything, and I guess it comes along with also like sometimes some people have to keep some things to themselves. I don't want to say that in like a negative way. Like yes, if I got my stuff sent to me in a trash bag after working for a certain company for so many years, I would feel disrespected as hell. I would have done the same thing that Mickey James did, but like, I'm not going to go out and post on Twitter. Like, uh, you know, give me something kayfabe. Like, uh, it's good to see like so-and-so after our match, like there's gotta be some magic left in wrestling. We just got to, I guess we gotta rediscover it. Like we gotta take it back from the fans a little bit. Yeah, we just haven't figured out exactly how to do that yet.
0: It's called discipline, and and that and that leads me to the the fact that all these spot monkey workers don't have the discipline to maintain kayfabe anymore. And that's why K-Fabe started to die. They were like, "Well, I want to have a life. I just want to be a regular person when I leave." Actors are regular people when they leave the set. And I go, "Yeah, that's fine. Have a separate social media account for that.
3: Yeah, yeah only let what, your that's... friends
0: and family on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, have like, your go. have your PR fabe shit and have your regular shit. <laughs> you know, like it's not that complicated.
1: You, you gotta learn to turn that personality off once you're out. Because if you just like, like you said, you." You got you gotta have separation man like if everyone knows what's behind the curtain like I said earlier, who's coming to watch anymore like there, there's nothing yeah. left
0: true life true life well drew i uh we're i know we're starting to run out of time here on yet uh for the for the interview tonight but i uh I do want to bring something back, and I, I know in, in our pre-show we talked about maybe uh, talking about some stuff that's been happening in wrestling lately. Uh, I think I'm going to throw everybody for a swerve here, and uh, because Drew, Drew was the one of the first people to ever, ever play the bucket list.
3: <laughs> oh no!
0: So yeah. I got my ghetto Delco bucket.
3: The Delco oh, bucket.
0: <laughs> and so in this bucket are 40 random questions about wrestling.
3: And, let's hope uh,
1: it's a question I can answer. God,
3: shake that bucket. Well,
0: the last That's time right. I asked Just you a like question, that. it was it was who's in the Hall of Fame and shouldn't be, and you started shooting on Trump. So <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense.
1: That was a good shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see.
4: Let's see. Oh God.
0: It's the same fucking question. (laughs) Don't answer it again. Out
1: of 40 questions, what are the odds? (laughs) Trump, he shouldn't be in the hall of fame. Get him out. All right,
0: hold on. Here we go. What do we got? Okay. So it's related, but it's not the same. Should Hogan questions. Should Hogan have been put back in the Hall of Fame?
1: Isn't he in there, like, three times now? Yeah. Jesus, man. Like, uh, probably not. Like, he shouldn't be, have been put in after the incident that he had. But then what would you do with the previous two Hall of Fame inductions that he's already had? Like, because like, they were all before any of the incidents happened with him outside the ring,
0: correct? No. He like was all – th-
1: All three was
2: – uh No, one was this year.
0: One was this year. He got inducted with the NWO. Two? He got inducted. He's in twice, isn't he?
1: Is he in twice? Uh, I thought it was three times. Maybe he's
0: twice. I need yeah, Jamie. Jamie? Oh, yeah. Check it Jay- out, Jamie. Jamie, <laughs> find this information for us, please. And Let me by say Jamie, something in mean the I mean And by Jamie, I mean Ivy. Find, find out how many <laughs> times Token's in the hall. I'm getting
3: there, honey. I'm getting there. You got to give me a minute.
0: Don't. No, listen. You do it now. I just thought you Jamie would have already
2: had it up with sources
0: on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I did that
1: Wikipedia.
3: I can't even see. I don't have my glasses on. What the hell?
1: <laughs>
0: she can't see without her glasses. <laughs> you,
1: <know? laughs> you, you might be right. It might be twice, but I feel like that like earlier Hulk Hogan one was like before any of the crap that happened with him happened.
0: It, it was, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, his yeah. his individual induction was before anything went down and then that got revoked they took him out of the hall of fame when everything went down no they put it back back. in
1: oh okay well yeah the question still stands then like would you like they they clearly saw the problem in it and now they decided to reverse track and put him back in and like i know he's still got hella heat backstage like i'm sure people are still like really pissed off at him for how he's acted but like if you're gonna take away the one now it's
3: twice
0: okay that's what i thought
3: Just saying
1: if you're gonna take away the one now you should take away both like you don't get to keep one <laughs> and the other like they've both got to go if he's in there but right. talking about this hall of fame thing the latest one too with the nwo like i did not associate x-Pac with the like nwo like as much as i associated like guys like conan and stuff like that like he wasn't the guy i thought of when i thought nwo induction
0: um i don't know i i kind of disagree with that because he was the next big get for wcw after hall and nash showed up you know what I mean? Because the kid showed up, and all of a sudden he was shooting on WWF on WCW TV yeah, as part of the NWO. Like, I still
1: feel like there were bigger like roles in that, like the Giant. Why wasn't Giant in there? Like he was huge in the NWO.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think,
1: and, and like post mortem, I guess sucks, but you could have put Macho Man in the same position too. Like, like that. That was those are like the people that I thought of when but I thought about. But the problem is, it, where was, do
0: you stop it? The problem yeah, is where a, do you stop it? Does, that, does Horace Hogan 30, yeah. does WWE Horace WWE Hogan WWE deserve be <laughs> to be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Does uh, the Have whole roster? What's uh, NWO,
1: yeah. Disco yeah. Inferno.
0: <laughs> Disco Inferno was NWO at one point. Uh, Jeff Jarrett were, was NWO at one point. I kind
2: of remember a um, news story after they announced NWO like two years ago before COVID and stuff mm-hmm. that they were doing it just to appease X-Pac because he wanted a singles Hall of Fame. But the thing is, they come into that double standard that they have. If they put X Pac in the double uh, Hall of Fame, why aren't they putting China in there? And the reported reason is because she did the pornographic video. But X Pac isn't that too. <laughs> <Definitely>. Don't <laughs> even like, get me started on the whole China thing. I don't know, know, just let that woman she, have her hustle.
1: She should have been in. Like she should have yeah. been in Duh. a while ago. Like it shouldn't have taken. Yes. Her being, her, her having died, and all that stuff for her to get in, because she was the first like female intercontinental champion like that's not and during a yeah. time when like jericho the rock austin angle like all these guys were running like they around gave her a, they
3: gave her a pity induction because she passed yeah. away and yeah, that's and like that's... fucked up because she deserved recognition when she was alive
1: yeah, yeah. like i uh, like she may not have been like the absolute best wrestler at that time but like character wise and what she did before anyone else did it as a woman was like a huge deal Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's not like happened yet and the fact that it might happen like you said out of pity if they do decide to do it it kind of sucks like because she she should have been in a while ago like i said at the time like you didn't really i don't think you ever saw a woman hold like a company's one of the company's major titles like you never saw that and even though it was intercontinental at that time the intercontinental was held such a like high regard that it was like, wow, like yeah. she's the Intercontinental Champion. She beat mm-hmm. guys. Like she beat men up in the wrestling mm-hmm. ring. Like mm-hmm. she should have been yeah, in. She did. Um, yeah. yeah, she yep. she should have definitely been in. But like instead we got uh William Shatner yes. and like <laughs> other other people like that. Like yeah. and I'm afraid like sometime down the road they're gonna end up giving her like one of those legacy inductions which doesn't yeah. seem fair like even to some of the guys who got it like it doesn't seem right because you put on it you have this whole career and they're just like yeah they're into enjoy this like have fun sorry I went
4: off my yeah. hand it on the no Isn't there, <laughs> it's good
2: a woman that was inducted into the um, legacy hall of fame they didn't even contact her family beforehand she, she was one
1: There's of, a, of yeah. too, right she was one of uh, uh, Moolah's trainees at the time and like I think yeah. her if it's the same one I'm thinking about, the same lady, like the whole backstory to her, if you read about it, is really messed up. Like Moolah yeah. is a, oh,
4: yeah, I've yeah, a... I've heard some bad stuff on Moodle. I think Dark Side of the Ring touched on that, didn't yeah, yeah. they? Went there an mm-hmm. episode on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. eye opening. Yeah,
0: incredible, incredible. Let's let's get let's get one more question out of the bucket for Drew before we uh, before we it's have not to about wrap the, up the
1: interview. Of I can shoot about that all day. <laughs> let's
0: go. Gonna be that Hall of Fame question again. No, I put that one aside. (laughs) Okay, if you if you were creating your own wrestling organization, and you could take stars from anywhere—New Japan, AAA, WWE, AEW, whatever. Okay, fantasy book your starting roster. Who is your inaugural champion, mid card champion, tag champion? women's champion
2: oh man oh god
1: oh. oh so we'll start with heavyweights and that'll be the big one uh jesus any generation like any like period in time or like re- now
0: Ooh, uh i don't have that clarified on here uh i'm gonna leave that up to the panel
2: let's say current let's say current, current. current. okay current, current
1: okay current heavyweights give me okada i'll take okada for heavyweight okay mm-hmm uh what are we gonna do mid card belt so intercontinental Uh, man it's just gonna end up like a new japan roster it seems uh give me oh i'll take cesaro cesaro would be a great intercontinental champion in my company i could push him uh tag team champions i would probably take shoot this one's difficult because like now, the whole new thing is r k bro, and I really like Randy orton and uh riddle separately but <laughs> <laughs> I can't put them in the tag team champions because it's too soon um, help me out guys help me out help me decide like who 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 would you who would you um, guys want to see got,
4: you've, you've got you've got
0: some great company. teams right now you've got private party you've got the bucks you've got f t r you've got um you got the New Day. But
3: Amy's going to go get herself some materials or something.
4: <laughs> Look at her. I like, uh, I like the Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah, so Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah, see, that, that's a team. Imperium. I yeah, Imperium, exactly. Some of the NXT I, I, yeah.
1: I like Grizzled Young Veterans. I'd probably – I'd take them. When do you think they're going to get called up? you think they're going to get called up? Or are they going to be an NXT, like, staple?
0: God, I hope they stay in NXT. I hope because honest, because really the, roster, roster the main them, yeah. roster will destroy they,
3: them. I was gonna say yeah, that, that would
1: destroy I hope them. Everyone
0: stays there. I hope everyone. <laughs> I hope that right. WWE just becomes. We're NXT. on the women's <laughs> women's belt, right? Yep. Okay, so
1: this is a difficult one too because there are a ton of really good ones right now, especially. Um, man, I like what Bel Air is doing. I like the gimmick with the hair that looks vicious. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, just give me Belair. Yeah, I'll take Belair. I like cool. Belair as my women's Excellent. champion. So Who did
0: I that's choose? A great pick.
1: I chose Excellent. Okada, Cesaro, uh, Grizzled Young and Veterans, Jumfet and Belair. That's a pretty good spread right there.
4: Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Good,
1: good starters right there. And then everyone else is just filler.
4: Sean
0: beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my friends, it has been an amazing time talking to our good friend, Drew Bronson. And Drew, it's been a, a pleasure having you back on, brother. It's, uh, it's fantastic seeing you, man.
1: It's been, it's been a good conversation. Next time, get rid of that Hall of Fame questioner. We'll be on that for hours. think out so many people who don't belong there.
0: Oh, man. I think, I think that could be its own show. Like We could just do a show about we the We should Hall definitely
3: fame. do a Hall of Fame special.
0: Oh, oh, for sure. And just for talk sure. shit
3: about it the entire time. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: you want
1: to start a podcast called Shoot With Drew. Oh,
0: man, I want to be a guest. I want to
1: yeah, be a guest. If you guys ever need a, guest, if you need a weekly guest, I'll, I'll shoot with you.
0: Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk. We have right. a, a YouTube channel that we could we could throw some more content on. There we go, um, man. So, so friends, I want to remind everybody, go, uh, go give to the GoFundMe for Bryce. Uh, yep, that's at the uh, – the link tree you can find that in our link tree which is in our description it's on all of our social media like follow and uh and share all of our social media at rewind podcast and please remember to like comment share and subscribe to us on youtube and uh we will be airing live on sportinarium and uh i hope i'm saying that right because it's like it's a weird weird uh name to try and pronounce so uh, but they're, but they have a whole great lineup of shows. Especially that, that for air. someone
3: with your IQ level.
0: Listen, my IQ level—the one that's getting you booked. No. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, Okay. Um, but for for my folks that are looking <laughs> the to, I that's getting their book. We talked about.
3: Boom. Exactly. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We'll just let 10, him. 19-year-old, 19 19 are
1: always going to pay for the tickets.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: let him have his uh, moment.
0: Uh, but for for our new listeners um that 's s p o r t a n a r i u m and uh you can follow them on twitter they are uh, they follow us on twitter we follow them so you go follow them um and you can check out our content on there every week at four thirty p m on mondays all right my friends and uh, remember to go get your tickets for bash the brew four right well actually by the time you 're hearing this bash the brew four's already happened but uh you know but but go check out it was CC- awesome. CC <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, that was perfect. You, you
0: can't yeah. know Good the job, baby. Uh c- cc com. They have events every single weekend. Go check it out, folks. Uh go live wrestling on, Tuesday nights. And a live wrestling Tuesday nights night. on YouTube. All right, Great friends. Show. Thank you so much. On behalf of my co host, on behalf of our guest Drew, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time.